Hello, and welcome to the Infinite Escape Room, the puzzling podcast where a group of geographically diverse pals have a few drinks and work together to solve a homemade escape room. I'm Mike. I am drinking a tinny of Hobgoblin Gold, which is a lovely golden beer, and as always, is very, very yummy. And locked in with me today, we have... I'm Ben Lave Griffiths, and today I am drinking a Butty Bach, a wonderful Y Valley Brewery beer. Classic. Mm-hmm. I'm Katie, and I'm drinking a nice big cup of tea. Delicious. And I'm mm. Danny, and what are the odds? I'm also drinking a Butty Bach, gifted to me by uh, Mike. Ooh. And yes, I'm very much enjoying it. I'm, I agree with you, Ben. It's delicious. That's a glorious name. Mm. It's very Welsh. I think I had it, actually. I had that bottle for you, Danny, because Ben always drinks it and recommends it. Well, he, as he should, because it is delicious. So, how does it work? Uh, Danzibald has prepared an all-in-one escape room for us. He'll present it, and the rest of us will try and solve it. If we don't escape within an hour, then dire, smelly, terrible, bum-tickly things will happen to us. <laughs> and if we break anything, then we shall lose our deposit, which this week is... Ooh, deposit. Um, we can't have John's house for a change. Uh, <laughs> Katie's firstborn? <laughs> ah. <laughs> that that made me cackle like a witch. <laughs> <laughs> and if we break anything, we'll lose our deposit, which this week is Katie's laugh. <laughs> oh, no. oh no, we don't want to lose yeah. that. Oh. That's right. All the we'll recordings just... will just be silence when I'm on them if I wasn't. There. <laughs> Without any further ado, handing over to Danny. Danny, please take it away. Thanks, Mike. Uh, just before we start, if you need me to reread anything, or if I accidentally stick the microphone up my bottom and it sounds rubbish, just let me know and I will reread things. <laughs> I hope you do this whole thing with your microphone stuck up your bottom. <laughs> That's what I hope. It's the brown noise. <laughs> okay, cool. So, after completing your previous jaunt through one of the Infinite Escape Room's many themed escape rooms, you find yourself back in one of the infinite escape room's infinite corridors that split off and stretch out as far as you can see. On one side, you can see a long wall with doors that are equally set apart, while on the opposite side, you can see the infinite escape room's many roads, rivers, and other transit systems. For those unfamiliar, the infinite escape room is a complex system of infrastructure that never ceases to amaze. After celebrating your escape from the last room, you wander down the corridor when you start to smell burning. As you progress, the smell gets stronger and stronger, and you start to notice small plumes of black smoke wafting up into the infinite atmosphere. You follow the trail, past several immaculately presented doors, until you spot in the distance a very tired, aged-looking white door with scuffs and marks all down the front, and a thin, persistent plume of black smoke emitting from all around its frame. This door is labelled the Infinite Maintenance Room. Above the door on the wall, is a red cherry topper style light that illuminates and spins. And much like a domino effect, you hear clicking rush down every other direction as all the other doors lock shut. You open the maintenance door and a large waft of excess black smoke billows past you, leaving the room now safe to enter. You step into a large, dimly lit grey room. The floors appears to be a grey concrete, as do the walls. On each side of the room, there are several cabinets. The type of grey office cabinet you would find stationary in. There are three on the left, three on the right, two either side of the door behind you, and one in the centre of the wall opposite. What would you like to do? Three on the left, three on the right. Two behind you on the same wall as the door, and one 
bank centre in front of you. Total of nine cabinets. Well, I think we should look at the cabinets because I can't think that there's anything else that there was there. Danny did mention a concrete floor. (laughs) Well, we could give that a sniff if you want. I I think you're absolutely right, Catherine. Which uh, which, which, uh, which one do you think first? Um... Uh, How about the one in the centre when we walked in? The one in the far wall, the one on its own? Yeah. Hmm. Oh, top-notch idea. So you inspect that cabinet at the far end and it appears to be locked with a small key kind of hole next to the handle. This cabinet also has a post-it note stuck to the door, which reads, you will find the key enlightening. Hmm. Um, Could we have a little look up at the ceiling and see what is lighting up the room? Oh, you can, Ben. You notice (laughs) that the room is dimly lit due to something blocking the light within the light fixture on the ceiling. We should get inside that light fixture and see what's blocking it. Or continue around the cabinets. (laughs) (laughs) Well, what one would you like to do? Or look at the floor. (laughs) (laughs) I'm really sold by this floor. (laughs) There's been a lot mentioned about it. (laughs) So the light fixture is similar to that of a bathroom-style light with a circular semi-opaque casing, which twists off kind of in a corkscrew fashion. When you open the case, you find a small office-style key in there. Ooh, Ooh. that might go in the cabinet. Yeah, does does it does it fit the cabinet? Oh, sure. So when you open it, it I mean, bit start that again. It does. You use the key in the cabinet, (laughs) and the doors open successfully. (laughs) My previous response had nowhere near enough humans for this cabinet. (laughs) Exactly. Also, I fucked it up too much. When opened, there is usual tut inside there, such as pens, staples, notepads, and among the notepads are some books. You have one copy of Microsoft 2003 Guide for Beginners, an old fax machine instruction manual, a book titled Maintaining Your Infinite Escape Room, a book by John Wallace, and a copy of the Yellow Pages from 2001. Is the Microsoft 2003 manual one of those ones that came with a little disc on the um, on the cover? Uh, yes, it is. However, annoyingly, it has the uh, small sleeve for the disc, but no disc. Nightmare. Mm. What, what was the last book? I, I took too long writing everything else. Uh, it was A Yellow Pages from 2001. Mm, lovely. We had the Infinite Escape Room uh, operating manual as well, was that? It was maintenance. Maintaining Your Infinite Escape Room. John Wallace, yeah. did you say, wrote that? Yes, by John Wallace. Good name. I'd imagine you'd have a hoover with a very, 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 very long lead. <laughs> An infinite number of nozzles to stick into an infinite number of ropes simultaneously. Uh, yes, I suppose um, taking a little peruse of the maintenance, uh, maintaining your infinite escape room would be quite good. Oh, wonderbar. So you take the book by uh, Mr. John Wallace, and as you pick it up, a small hard metallic square falls from the pages and clinks onto that beautiful concrete floor that everyone keeps talking about. How to pause it? <laughs> Picking it up, you can see that on one side it looks like it has circuitry on it, but on the other it's labelled Note Generator version 2.5. It appears that you found a post-it note processor. As you examine the item, suddenly all the other cabinets burst open and shower you in thousands upon thousands of blank post-it notes. You hear a chime, <laughs> and then one side of the floor begins to dip away, creating a steep slope which you yourselves tumble down amongst the notes. You tumble down a system of clear perspex pipes. As you slide down the pipes, you can see out into the many other rooms you've previously visited. You slide past a Greg's, a church, a football pitch, then further down past a police station, 
then further still past the sewer system when you land <laughs> on a large cushioning pile of post-it notes. You stand up and see that you are what appears to be in a small workshop. In front of you, you can see a door with a padlock on it to the right, a storage bin of materials in the back right corner, a workstation with equipment on it and some chairs in the centre of the room, and a vending machine, a TV and a sofa on the left. What would you like to do? I never know if I should write things down or try and draw them. And the spelling <laughs> and my drawing are both terrible. <laughs> That's an excellent combination. <laughs> oh, God. Um, could we go and have a little look at this door and padlock? Yes, of course. So walking up to the door in front of you, you can see it's a very large door and the handle has clasped around it a whimsical padlock. The padlock is warm to the touch. Spooky. Is, is it? What's the padlock made of? Uh, at this point, you can't really tell. Indistinguishable material. <laughs> hmm. I suspect this might be made of bum or some sort of biological material. <laughs> oh, excellent. Material. Yes, of course. The famous material used for construction. <laughs> bum. <laughs> Bums are naturally warm. Mm, true. That's, I, that's all I could think of as warm things. <laughs> and well-seated often. Indeed. Yes. So good for like construction, presumably. Or it could be made out of wood and toilet seat. You're right. Because that, that's another thing that absorbs oh, bum warmth. Yeah. Yeah, worryingly yeah. so. Um, should we have a look at the vending machine? <laughs> I don't know about you, but I'm feeling peckish. <laughs> sure. So, walking up to the vending machine, it seems to be a bog-standard vending machine. Though not a very well-stocked one, there are only three light items left, and all the other slots in it are empty. The um, three items you can see are a Kit Kat Chunky at location 3B, a cheese and onion crisps packet at 6A and a blue panda pop at 5C. Uh, Kit Kat, Chunky, 3B, cheese and onion 6A, blue panda pop 5C? Yes, correct. Delicious. That sounds like two thirds of a nice lunch. <laughs> what do you and not? Oh, you don't like the sound crisps. of cheese and onion? Yeah. The blue panda pop doesn't doesn't tickle my fancy, personally. It's that or there's just a Kit Kat. <laughs> I mean, that it, that sounds like a lunch to me. Ben, you like cheese and onion, don't you? I do. I was just going to say that being uh, being produced in fingers, surely the Kit Kat is the only thing that the, the only thing that could tickle anything. Ah. Boom, boom, boom! <laughs> I see what you did there. Okay, right. So that's the food. Um, is there any way to to vend anything in the vending machine? Uh, no, the vending machine itself appears to be off. So whenever you push anything on the keypad, nothing happens. Mm-hmm. That should mean the alarm is disabled. We can give it a bit of a rock. <laughs> give it a shake. <laughs> Not Katie's laugh. <laughs> oh no, my precious laughter. Okay, so we've also got the sofa, TV, a gasp. I, I didn't draw one of those. <laughs> um, could we have a look at the sofa, please, Danny? Uh, yes, so inspecting the sofa, it appears to be a kind of very worn beige sofa. It's a three-seater, uh, but there doesn't seem to be anything remarkable about it, other than it's could quite we, comfy. Could we? Are we able to carefully remove like all the, the padded cushions? Uh, you can. All you discover is that the sofa is, in fact, hiding filth. Oh, mm. I was maybe hoping for like, some coins for the vending machine. Oh, I'm afraid. Ah. Just pure filth. <laughs> 
what like pod mags or <laughs> I just meant general kind of like biscuit crumbs and detritus oh, okay. and belly button fluff you know yeah, not, but in, not in its smut. purest form which like, <laughs> liquid filth completely pure filth we've purified this filth is it still filth um if anything it's double filth now <laughs> okay can we take a look at the smell vision please uh the television also appears to be off at the minute but it looks kind of similar to just uh the kind of thing you'd find in an office break room if oh, you're the office that you work in has a tv in the break room is it a crt or a flat screen oh it's a crt of course oh of course yeah what does crt mean uh, it's the one where everyone thought it would be a really good idea if TVs were as deep as they were wide. Uh, Cathode ray tubes, I re- seem to recall. You are correct. A lot more difficult to steal. <laughs> yes, very heavy. Mm, yes, yes. I thought you were going to say uh, much more difficult to steer. <laughs> <laughs> and that too. <laughs> I, I I if anything, there's more to grab hold of. <laughs> yeah. No, you just had to hold down the channel change button a lot longer. <laughs> um, can we have a look at the uh, the workbench with, with stuff on it, please? You can. Looking at the workstation, you can see several items here. There's a large machine to the left, a different large machine to the right, a set of instructions in the centre, and a half-eaten BLT. Can I finish off the BLT? No, um, you can. <laughs> um, what does the instruction... Did you say instruction manual? Yes. Uh, I distracted by the BLT. Uh, what does that say? <laughs> Tell me more. So, looking in the centre, you can see a clipboard with a set of instructions. On top of them is a post-it note. The post-it note reads, I bought these machines off a mighty sexy wizard who had powerful shag magic. These have been <laughs> keeping us going until now, so please do not break them. On the clipboard are instructions for the key press machine, which are as follows. One, insert material to be used to make the key. Two, Refer to the list of key-related puns needed for the next room. Three, write the next pun onto a slip of paper and slot it into the machine. When all steps are completed, a key will be produced. Also on the clipboard is a pen, some small slips of paper, and another sheet which reads key-related puns. Oh, beautiful. Can we read our key-related puns, please? Yes. Reading through the list, you can see some of the wonderful puns of previous puzzles. And as you try to read ahead, you see that the list appears to have been redacted with black ink, clearly to avoid spoiling any future surprises. You do see that one is underlined just before the redacted text. It reads, the Infini key. Nice. So there, was there a, um, there was a box, wasn't there, of bits also uh, in the room? Yes, there was a storage <laughs> bin of materials, yes. Ah, that's, that's how you said it. Not a box of bits. Um, <laughs> Would there maybe be some sort of material in there that we could use to make a key to put in the machine? So you can see a large material storage bin here. It has its lid shut with a three-digit combination lock on it. Each row spins zero to nine. Hmm. So we have three digits already. Three, six, five. Uh, yeah, I'd say three, six, five, but it's three B, six A, five C. So if we were to put that in A, B, C order... For our oh. cheese and onion Kit Kat and mm. then um, blue panda pop, that would be six, three, five. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Should we give that a go? Sure. Yeah. So in the uh, spinny row of numbers, you enter six, three, five, and the lock pops open. Yay! Yay! Opening the lid, you can see some large sheets of shiny material in the storage bin. It seems to be sheets of aluminium, or for our American listeners, aluminum. 
for our wrong listeners. <laughs> <laughs> or, or for our American listeners, aluminium, which is still the correct way of pronouncing it. <laughs> also, they're trousers and crisps. <laughs> Cute. Right, so that looks like, sounds like yes. stuff we could make keys out of. Um, okay, yeah, so can we take um, our sheet of aluminium over to uh, I, the machine on the left, was it? Uh, so the left machine appears to be a large cube about the size of a cardboard box people use when moving house. Inspecting the machine, you can see engraved on the front, Whimsical Padlock Creator. It has two oh. lights on the front labelled Ready and Completed, and currently the completed light is on. It appears the machine has been used recently, and you can't seem to figure out how this one works. Oh, yes. oh, that's why the padlock was warm. Because it had just oh. been made. Uh, Smart. It was fresh. <gasps> Don't you just love it when... When you've done like a bunch of um, photocopying and the paper's warm. Mm. I love it. Mm. I've been known to cuddle it like at my desk. <laughs> <laughs> when you're having a bad day, you just need like a warm paper at your chest. Just like. Oh. <laughs> I like warm slow. hugs. Exactly. The thing is that, that based on your previous comment of like warm things are bums and <laughs> bums are a common thing to misprint on photocopies. Oh, <laughs> circle. Just, like, printing a bum and <laughs> <laughs> just giving it a cuddle. <laughs> So the machine on the right then. Can we Perfect. take a little quick look at so that? So the machine is again a large cube of similar size. It has engraved on it the key press and it has two lights on the front labelled ready and completed. And currently the ready light is on. There seems to be a large slot on the left and a smaller slot on the right. So should we insert the aluminium into the slot on the left? And then we need to write the... Key related, what's it? Pun down. And the only pun we have is the infinity. That's underlined. Saying that, we do have. How many sheets of aluminium do we have? Uh, there seems to be a very large amount. Go on, Ben, you know you've got a pun in you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, no, I, I'm sorry, I've been bad. I've not, I've not thought of one yet. <laughs> Outrageous. This is, Who this are is the you, only time, Ben? <laughs> <laughs> This is Get when his out. face falls off. He's like, it's a robot. We knew better than replaced. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it, Danny, they know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, can we uh, write uh, the... Uh, inscribe the legend, the Infinity, please, oh. uh, on on the, uh, the one of the little slips of paper. And let's see. R- write it and put it in the slot with the sheet of aluminium. Sure. Yeah, so you insert the materials in the slip of paper, the ready light goes off and you hear the machine whir to life. It clanks and grinds and rattles and you hear a ding. The completed light comes on and part of the front of the machine lifts and opens to reveal the infinity key. It seems to be in an infinity symbol with a key sticking out of one side, attached to the machine on a screw thread in the middle of the infinity symbol. You unscrew the key from the machine and the machine closes shut afterwards. Nice. Should we try it in the in the padlock? Sure. So you yes. take. Oh, okay. <laughs> so you take the key and use it in yes. a whimsical padlock on the door. As it twists open, the key snags and breaks off in your hand, leaving you, back, leaving oh, you with just the infinity symbol. You notice as the padlock opens, a small torn slip of paper falls from it that says "in." Looks like the escape room goblins are getting sloppy and had actually made a finicky lock rather than oh. an infinity <laughs> lock. <laughs> uh, uh, uh. I've also written down here pause for appreciation from Ben. Very much, yes. I was. So, so, uh, that, that he was, was still was trying to think of a pun, wasn't he? 
<laughs> oh, that is glorious. So, you step through the door into a large, plush-looking room. Red carpet stretches across the floor with a large, ornate red rug in the centre of the room. Before you, you can now see the following. A large oil painting on the far wall, two large bookcases either side of the painting, a desk with a monitor and a keyboard on it to the left, a fish tank in the back left corner behind you, and three large bookcases to the right. I'm just drawing a fish. Oh, excellent. Um, <laughs> so I assume that that's the most important part of this room, <laughs> was the fish tank and the fish within. Oh, I got excited because I was like, oh my God, that's the key. That's like the key in the logo that we have for the show. <laughs> He's describing the thing that there is. Yay. <laughs> Self-referential. Is anyone else mildly disappointed we didn't come away with that Kit Kat? what have i drawn here Uh, so i've got oil painting bookshelves fish tank and and an ornate rug on the floor uh yeah and a computer with on the desk yeah does the ornate rug have tassels uh it does it's very ornate I drew awesome. tassels. I've drawn tassels. <laughs> oh, perfect. <laughs> it's not ornate unless it has tassels, guys. Well, of course. <laughs> Did you draw tassels, Mike? No. What's wrong with you? Send him there back. Uh, asking the important questions. <laughs> Just the idea of going like, what what would an ornate rug look like? In the 70s? (laughs) Tassels, tassels everywhere. Probably in a strip club for rugs. Uh, Can we look at that that painting at the end, please? Sure. So looking at the large oil painting, you can see it's a large, exquisitely detailed painting of both Mike and Ben. Ben sat in a plush lead red leather chair holding an ale bottle and Mike standing next to him clasping a large glass of whiskey. The painting is in an ornate wooden frame painted gold and has a plaque at the bottom that reads, Our Founders. There's two small red buttons under the painting, one on the left and one on the right. Does it have tassels? No. (laughs) You said Are they wearing tassels? (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Mike is wearing nipple tassels. (laughs) And And nothing else. (laughs) Um, so the buttons as well, did you say? Yes, one on the left and one on the right. Should we, should we press the buttons? I feel like buttons are there to be pressed. Uh, which I one agree. would you like to press first? Left first, please. Okay, so you push the left button and you hear, America's first steam locomotive lost a race to a horse in 1827. Mm. In the voice like of Ben, ben Lavery Griffiths. I was going to say, that sounds like a Ben fact. <laughs> is Michael's fact going to be bums? Yeah. I... <laughs> yeah. Can I press the Can I press the right button, please? Yeah, me? you press the right button, and it's uh, in Mike's voice. You just hear bar. <laughs> so it appears that the left button is actually just Ben spouting train facts, and the right is just Mike making his usual noises. <laughs> I think we've got a folder full of noises like that. <laughs> Just Michael's belches throughout the recordings as well. <laughs> can, I, can I press the Ben button again in case it dispenses a different train fact? In Moscow, stray dogs have learned to, com- to commute from the suburbs to the city. They reach the city, scavenge for food, then catch the train home in the evening. <laughs> can we press can Michael's press again? again? Oh, I've only googled two train facts, I'm really sorry. <laughs> what, what about the Michael one? I want to hear more noises. Uh, it just makes a really horrible, moist mouth noise. <laughs> Lovely. Oh dear. 
the fun we have. <laughs> yeah, and then you push it a third time and it goes... I'm amazed you had a second train factor just in case you press it. Well, I thought, um, they're going to they're gonna push it and then go, I want another one. <laughs> we want more. <laughs> Can I push it a third time and have the real Ben supply a third train fact? Oh, yeah, sure. Um, uh, trains are coupled together with like literally like an inch of of metal. Uh, so it's, you're, if um, if they would come apart, you'd sort of you know be no train. Well, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> cool fact, bro. <laughs> I prefer the button. Um, okay, uh, so uh, can we can we take a look at this goldfish? So looking in the back corner of the room is a medium-sized fish tank. It sits on a stand so it's level with you and has an open lid. There are some lovely tropical fish swimming about in there and they swim around their usual fish tank ornaments like castle, treasure chest, diver and the mossy stuff. Should we... uh, The what stuff? You know, that kind of like floaty seaweed type. Okay. Like Japanese duckweed. Yeah. You could have just made that up and we need to said yes to that, right? <laughs> <laughs> There's a really calming uh, channel on YouTube for, that for like the last um, two or three years has done a monthly update on this little fish. Um, and they like showed like cleaning out the tank and everything. And it's got really like calming music. It's nice to like listen to before you go to bed. Oh, that sounds like the best YouTube channel. <laughs> and, and as part of this, they name the different weeds in the tank? They do. Oh, cool. Okay, I'm sold. I'm actually gonna... sold. <laughs> hmm. Can I can I stick can I stick my little fingers in the tank and give it a little give it a little splush? Uh, you can. The fish swim away from it. Uh, am I able to perhaps lift up the little castle? Have a little look at the castle and the little diver. Uh, all the fish ornaments seem to be stuck to the bottom of the tank. Uh, well, I was going to ask if there was any tooling to to do exactly what you've just done, like a, like a net or something like oh, that. I see. No, you hadn't mentioned a woman in the room. <laughs> God's sake! Now he's up with a pun. He's been brewing that one it. up. I, I don't get it. Oh God! Oh, I see. Oh my oh, God! Oh, <laughs> have you seen that Homer Simpson meme where he's looking at the book with like, "Am I disabled?" On the cover? Oh, that's how I feel right now. Um. So, what about the computer on the desk? Uh, sure. So you see a beautiful mahogany desk and comfortable leather chair. Upon the desk is a keyboard and mouse and monitor, as well as a yellow folder with files in it. Should we rummage through the folder? Muse. Yeah, sure. So looking through the folder, it seems to contain just pages of scribbles and scratches of potential escape rooms for the future. They seem to have d- been done by Mike because all of the handwriting is illegible and you can't tell what's going on. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> I feel like you're really teaching listeners about Michael today. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, quick cool fact is that uh, this week uh, Dom kindly took over curation of the list, which I um, stopped keeping up with six months ago. So thanks to Dom for now um, taking over the spider scroll. Cheers, Dom. Uh, IRL. <laughs> Cheers, Dom. Um, is there anything of note on the on the list? Uh, no, it's just incoherent scribbles at this point. That sounds like my writing. <laughs> and you said there was a mahogany computer as well. Uh, a mahogany <laughs> desk. Oh, okay, sorry. <laughs> Wishful sure. thinking. So interact with the keyboard or mouse wakes the computer and you appear to be at the desktop of Windows 10. How modern. Um, <laughs> is is, 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 uh, is Bing installed? <laughs> uh, yes, Bing is installed. 
I feel like I can't like bing how to escape from this <laughs> um, room. Okay, can I, can I bing? How do I escape from this room? Uh, you can. Because it's bing, it comes up with a load of search results that are nothing related to that. <laughs> can, can, I, can I bing to, to Google? Uh, yes. Yay. Can I, can I Google how to escape this room? Uh, you can, but you don't get any uh, coherent or helpful answers. Yeah, it's not a very specific um, query, is it? Oh, yeah. It's like, how does it know <laughs> which room I'm in? That's a good point. How do I escape a room? <laughs> Well, Could we take a look at the rug, please, in more detail? Uh, you can. It appears to be a very ornate rug, complete with tassels. <laughs> um, one per corner or along each edge? Sorry? One per corner or along each edge? Uh, one, one large one per corner. Okay, cool. That's oh, how I drew sense. it. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> okay. I do not. <laughs> I wonder how you guys have drawn so many tassels so quickly. I don't know. It's, been it's just a tassel at each corner, like the um, magic carpet from... Oh, from Aladdin. Yeah, from yeah, Aladdin, yeah. yeah. That's, that's um, the vibe I've gone for. Oh, I've gone for like a royal one, like a queen's one, so it's super long. Um, and that's why I thought it was kind of tasteless having tassels all along. <laughs> so yeah, how common. <laughs> um, well, there were bookshelves in there as well, weren't there, next to the Yes, paintings? there's two bookcases either side of the oil painting of our founders and three large bookcases on one side of the room. Hmm. Bookcases often hold books, which sometimes hold answers. Hmm. Hmm. Where would you like to start? I'm all about starting on the left. Should we start on the left-hand side of the painting? So either side of the painting stand two floor-to-ceiling fancy mahogany bookcases. On the left are a large collection of fancy and snazzy drinks, ales, wines and so on. All of them are open and when you inspect them, there actually just seems to be water inside of them all. This is clearly related (laughs) to all the drink-related fibs that Ben is always telling. (laughs) (laughs) Very good. Ben, are you actually drinking... A butty back right now. <laughs> <laughs> Now's the time to come clean. I mean, there's there's water in butty back. <laughs> Is there butty back in your butty back? I guess it was. Are you sure it's not a small nest quick? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I would post about that. Yeah, me too. Um, um blah, blah, blah. so I'm guessing oh, yeah, can, the ones on. Oh, sorry, you go, go, go. I was just going to make a uh, a Brexit-based transition and say, like our country, can we make a swing to the right, please? <laughs> <laughs> yes. So on the right bookcase, there is a large number of small frames on display. Within each small case is a framed USB and a small plaque. Looking at one of them, you can see it says, John's indiscretions. Another is labelled, Chris's audio atrocities. It seems to be a collection of all of the guests from the Infinite Escape Room's worst bits of audio that Mike has edited out and kept later for blackmail purposes. <laughs> Mike chuckles to himself as he remembers that the USB in John's case is four terabytes, as he's had to edit out so many audio scenes. <laughs> oh my God, it's true. <laughs> could, we, could we swing further to the right, please, and uh, around the corner, in fact, um, and take a look at the topmost bookcase on the right? Yes, sure. So in front of you, you can see three large, again, floor-to-ceiling fancy bookcases. All of them are filled to the brim with a rather eclectic mix of books, ranging from books on calling birds to what appears to be a Haynes manual to the Millennium Falcon. This must be where all the precious information needed for escape rooms is stored. Hmm. Is there a book in there on this room 
this presumably being a boardroom? <laughs> the fish room. The fish so, room. The fish room. So investigating further, you find other books that include blueprints to the Oval Office, gym membership pamphlets, lots of political flyers and gumph about Brexit, and a map to the Four <laughs> Stairs Beer Festival. Once you've done this, there's a click, and the little treasure chest in the fish tank opens, and an object <gasps> floats to the surface. It seems to be a small capsule, similar to what you'd have inside a Kinder Surprise. You open the small capsule, and inside is what appears to be a small copper fish. On the head is a small engraving that says Mark II, and each of its set of scales along the body seems to be a thin copper strip. Looks like you found the red herring capacitor Mark II. (laughs) (laughs) Once you pick up the fish, the middle of the three large bookcases starts to make a grinding noise and sinks down into the floor, revealing a walkway into the next room. You pass through down a hallway with beige corridors and a horrible square fluorescent bulb lighting with asbestos ceiling tiles. As you progress down this corridor, you start to smell that burning smell once again. But after Katie fully blames Mike for creating the infinite stink room, you start to see thin veils of black smoke wisping around the ceiling. It gets thicker the further you get until you reach a rather familiar looking room. You seem to have found yourselves in a rather familiar looking office kitchenette. The kitchenette you find yourself in is a very familiar one with a vending machine, an L-shaped countertop, cupboards, dishwasher and some bins. Opposite the kitchen, you can see a post-in, post-out hatch. And to the right, you can see a red door locked with a whimsical padlock. Black smoke billows out of the post-in, post-out hatch. And there appears to be a small red button under it with emergency stop written on it. What's in the vending machine? Uh, the, ve- <laughs> <laughs> the vending machine is fully stocked with all of the treats you could ever want. Ooh. Ooh. Are there Kit Kat junkies in there? There are. Even those fancy uh, peanut butter ones. Mm-mm. Can we vend some? Uh, sure, you vend some and they come out and you eat them. Yay! Yay! Uh, ben, do you want to do the honours? Yes, uh, in the dishwasher. What's... <laughs> <laughs> uh, in the dishwasher, it's, it's empty. So it looks like someone has done their job and actually emptied the dishwasher once it was done. Um, I, I presume, Mike, you were uh, talking about pressing the emergency off button. I, I was, I was yeah, leaning in that direction. Yes, old chum. <laughs> but it's good that we check the dishwasher first. Always you important. So Ben pushes the button and all the lights in the office shut out and the dim emergency lighting comes on. You hear an unhealthy metal grinding, then a metal box fires out of the post-in, post-out slot and lands on the kitchen countertop. This appears to be the room generator 5000, but it's in a very <laughs> sorry state. It lands with such force that the metal casing around it falls away from three of the sides, the front, the left, and the right. As this happens, broken fragments of metal and electronics fall to the floor. You also find a playing card in one of the panels. It seems to be like the joker card you'd get in a standard playing card pack, but this one has the Egyptian hieroglyphic of an eye on it, and it says, The Watcher. On the other side of it is paper-clipped a picture of Ben and Mike enjoying chocolate eclairs in a local Infinite Escape Room cafe. (laughs) You now have three exposed panels. The left panel is full of circuitry and has a large block-sized space in the middle of it. The front has a large circular space with a screw thread in the middle. And the right has a small, almost fish-shaped hole in it with copper wires running across and meeting in the middle. Did you know that uh, Watcher uh, started out as Watcher? It was a greeting. Oh, I did not know that. Ben's fun facts. I feel like Ben's fun facts need a jingle. <laughs> <laughs> fun facts with Ben. Yeah. 
Yeah. Trains. <laughs> uh, so we had, you know, the room generator. So earlier on, we picked up the post-it note generator 2005. Mm. And that had circuitry on one side and was square. We have just acquired a red herring herring redder, which might fit the fish shape slot. And if I remember, the um, when the Infiniki or the Finicky Infiniki came out and broke, or when it came out of the machine, it actually unscrewed with a screw thread. So, Danny, can we please insert the crumb note? Oh, wow, my handwriting is bad. <laughs> <laughs> the post-it note generator 2005 circuit side down into the square hole, please. Mm-hmm. Can we please insert the shaft... And, oh, Ben, what's the technical term for the twisty bit of the key? Uh, balls. The, ha- <laughs> <laughs> the shaft and balls of the infinity into the circular screw hole. Thank God I'm here. And, <laughs> God. and the live goldfish into the, um, into the fish-shaped hole, please. Sure. So you do that and you put the post-it note processor in the left, the infinity symbol on the front panel and the red herring capacitor mark two on the right. With all of the pieces in place, you put the metal casing back around the room generator 5000, carry it back across the kitchenette and push it into the post in post out hatch. You hear a click and then a sound of everything whirring to life as the lights come back on. So bright they dazzle you a little bit. You then hear a crunch and a pinging noise, and a small smouldering piece of metal fires out of the same hatch. You take a look at the piece of metal, and its thin black smoke continues to come off of it. The metal is, in fact, in the shape of a key. Congratulations, you have found the smoky. (laughs) (laughs) Yes! You take the smoke key and use it to open the whimsical padlock and you have escaped upgrading and fixing the room generator 5000, restoring normality to the infinite escape room. Hey! Oh, very well done, Danny. I enjoyed that. That was awesome. That was so That was so meta. I I warned you it was very narrative-based and very (laughs) self-referential. That was perfect. I loved it. I'll uh, hand over to you, Mike, for the statistics of how everyone got on. Oh, so... We escaped in the grand old time of 46 minutes, I think, Ooh. which is uh, pretty damn good. Awesome. Uh, yeah, so Danny's made an, a, a, a cool little uh, transition there in upgrading the room generator in that we are going to, uh, as of the next episode, be piloting um, a new format. So we're going to be doing a slight tweak on our existing format uh, and we're going to try it out over the course of uh, six episodes or so just to see how it goes. And uh, Basically, it's going to be, uh, we think, a little bit shorter, um, but a little bit punchier, a bit more sort of uh, a bit more narrative like how Danny's done today. Um, so, yeah, really looking forward to seeing how that pans out encourage you to listen to them and let us know what you think uh if you absolutely love it let us know and we'll keep on doing it if there's anything that you think could work better let us know and we'll give it a little tweaky tweak if you fucking hate it then um oh really let us know and you know we'll revert uh, but yeah just wanted to try something new because we've been doing it for 18 months now and we think we can uh, think we can improve the format so uh so yeah listen with your eerie holes and i'm, I'm sure I'll... as opposed to your other holes yeah instead of your <laughs> bum hole because you're <laughs> some rubbish thing to listen with That's where i do all um, my best listening <laughs> So thank you very much for listening. You can subscribe to us on iTunes, Stitcher, Overcast, Spotify, anything you fancy, really. 
if you've enjoyed the episode and we really rather hope you did we'd be obliged if you could please leave us a review uh, as it's a really big help uh, in reaching new audiences and of course sharing it with everybody you know uh, via Carrier Pigeon because that's the cool new way that all the hipsters are using to cool. get about in Shoreditch um, <laughs> we love you very much Lee and we will see you next time Tatty Plumbles bye bye ta da So, 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 thank you very much for listening. We love you very much. We'll see you fucking next time. Diddly, 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 Dutch. Um, <laughs> um,